Did hope die in the fall of man? We'll tackle that question today on Bible Time. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. We had a question come in from a longtime viewer about the fall of, of man. Did hope die? Was there anything good that was lost in creation? And just what does it mean to be created in the image of God? So yes, that was a multi-part question that came in from a viewer, and I want to try to tackle it today. Now, I did answer this question directly to this person, but I also wanted to kind of bring it up for anyone who may also be struggling. So if I understand the question correctly, it's trying to understand, first of all, what does it mean to be created in the image of God? If God is so good, God is so righteous, God is perfect, then how is it that we are not? What exactly happened when Adam and Eve ate from that tree? Well, first of all, let's talk about being created in the image of God. Yes, Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. Now, an image of something is not as powerful as that something. Let me give you an example. If you take a Hot Wheels car, let's say it's a, a, a Corvette, a 1980 Corvette, okay? That was always my dream car when I was growing up. And I had a little tiny Matchbox or Hot Wheels, I'm not sure which one it was, little Corvette car. I could open the doors, I could pop the hood, I could see the engine. But you know what? When I turned 16, I could not get inside that car and drive that car. No, because it was created as an image of the real thing. I never did have the real thing, but it itself did not have as much power. It looked the same. It very much was the same. It was an image of the real thing, but it was not the real thing in power and authority. Now, we as created in the image of God, we look the same. We look like Jesus looked, right? We have some of the power and authority, but we don't have all of the power and authority. God has given us great authority and power in our lives when we become Christians, but we are never going to be like God. We are simply an image of God, not the real thing, an image, okay? It looks like, feels like, for all intents and purposes, is just like, but it is not the same thing with all the power and glory. But God will give us more glory. He will restore the glory to us that it was intended to be. I do believe that Adam and Eve were different beings prior to the fall. And the reason I say that is in, in Genesis chapter 3, when God says that he created for them, he cut the flesh of animals to give them clothing to wear. So they were different. There was something probably different about them that they didn't need this protection of skin that God put upon them, this protection of clothing so they could and they realized that they were naked okay and they didn't realize that prior to eating from the tree of knowledge so enough of that i don't want to get too deep into that the question really is is where is the hope is it dead does it only become alive in us when christ enters into us well here's what i believe god never intended for us to be sinners okay Knowing that we would be sinners, though, this is really tricky. It's one of those chicken and egg things. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? If you, have, if you say the egg, then where did the egg come from? If you say the chicken, then where did the chicken come from? Okay? So it's, it, what I'm getting at is 
if God intended us to be like him, to be good like him, then that is still in us, I believe. But sin, in a sense, covers that up. It has taken over. If you get a cold, you when you breathe through your nose and you breathe out, okay? When you have a cold and there's something in there infecting that, you can't, it's hard to breathe, right? And it's, it's really hard to breathe out. Sometimes you can't smell. So you certainly have trouble and you become something less of yourself. There's an infection. Remove that infection and now you're free to breathe again. We have an infection within us. It's called sin. And when Jesus removes that infection, we can be, we can find freedom. Now, when he removes that infection from us, we don't immediately start living like God intended. Just like when you first, when you, your cold starts to go away, it might take a day or two for you to be able to really freely breathe again, but you can start to feel better. So when we become Christians, we, we start to feel better. We know there's something has different, something has changed. But over time, as it grows in us, and it takes a little bit longer than a cold to go away, but as it grows in us, we realize I don't want to do the things I used to do. So it's not like it was destroyed. It's always been in there. It's just now being able to be free. Because Christ brings incredible freedom to us when he, when we allow him into our hearts and we accept and believe. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10 that we confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord, that we confess our sins, that we confess to God with our mouth and that we believe in our hearts and then we have find salvation in Jesus Christ. But when we do that, it's like a cure for that illness. Now, just like something like the Epstein-Barr virus, when you have it, which is, which is the virus that causes mono, if you get that, it stays within your body, okay? And at times it could resurface as shingles, or mono again, but it stays within there, but it becomes dormant and it doesn't affect you. Just like sin, it is in us. It does not get completely eradicated from us. It can rise again, okay? But Jesus keeps it dormant. The Holy Spirit comes in and renews us and refreshes us and keeps us alive. So hope is not dead. It is actually there within us. Good is not dead. It was not destroyed. It's just dormant until Jesus comes in and frees us, cures us of this dreaded disease. And though the, the underlying sin is still there, what has ailed us, it is dormant. And, God, and the more that you get closer to God, the more you establish a relationship, the more you experience the Lord, it comes out more, the goodness that is in us. We are not good without Jesus, though. The sin overtakes the goodness. So I don't think it was destroyed, but it was simply just hidden. Now, there was a question about Romans chapter 8, verses 20 and 21. And it says, For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of of the children of God. And the question was, is is this saying then that 
creation was subjected. Well, first of all, creation was not subjected to the frustration by the will of God. It was subjected to frustration by human beings entering into sin. God created everything to be good. Sin destroyed that. The work of the enemy destroyed that, or tried to destroy that, I should say. But God is restoring not only creation, he's restoring his people, but creation too, and restoring the hope and the good that is in all of us. So part of the whole restoration in, in, of, that God brought through Jesus Christ was not only for his people, but for his creation as well. And we all are just simply coming out of that sinful nature and into the nature of God, which was in us and built in us from the beginning. So the final part of the question is, is about being created in the image of God. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. But then in Genesis chapter 5, verse 3, I believe it is, the Bible tells us that Adam and Eve created a child in their own image. And Seth was born in their image. And therefore, we are all born in the image of Adam and Eve, which is in the sinful nature. But because Adam and Eve were born or created in the image of God, we too carry on that image of God. That's the part that is in us, the part that is that is comes out when Jesus Christ restores us through the Holy Spirit. But being born in the image of Adam and Eve means that we are born with that sinful nature that covers up that image of God. I hope that was not too deep. I hope that was not too complicated. If you have any questions about this teaching, please let me know. I'd be glad to to further expound upon it or even talk about it again on another Bible time or at the table. You've been a great audience as always, and I enjoy every time you, we get together to do this. So I will talk to you again very soon for another Bible time. Take care and God bless.